It's been uh, what I'd call the first day of summer here. Oh, man, it was 100 degrees. Oh, don't you love it? I tell you, being from Scotland, there's nothing better than a little bit of sunshine, I tell you. It's been amazing to be Shabbatting and been able to just spend a bit of time outside and resting. Hallelujah. All right, so if you're just tuning in, just give us a shout out and uh, it'll be good to connect with you. We just pray that uh, the broadband will be good tonight. Hallelujah. Tomorrow we've got new systems that are meant to be uh, installed. So keep us in prayer that uh, these uh, new systems or platform for uh, our broadband capabilities in the studio, it uh, should be totally transformed. Hallelujah. Welcome, Russell, in uh, Liverpool in the UK. Thanks for joining with us. Yeah, we're going to talk tonight on walking in destiny. Um, you know, this is what it means for living by by faith and uh, how we can press in in the Father and the key things that we have got to, um, you know, establish within our life so we see the will of Yehovah manifest in front of us. Hallelujah. Welcome, Lola. Good to see you. Um, who else have we got? Amanda's coming in. Good to see you in South Carolina. Welcome. Yep. Oh, yeah, I tell you, we're going to have a good time tonight. You know, yesterday I said we're just going to do like a 20-minute, and goodness me, I don't, I don't know what happens with time. Where does it go? But uh, we did 50-odd minutes uh, yesterday. But anyway, whatever the Father wants to do, it's uh, as, as we come together... Sometimes we have different scriptures and more of an outlay, but really the bottom line is I just want to focus on a few things that the Father's been speaking to me in the day, and we just let things go by the Spirit and uh, see what the Father does. It is so exciting. I uh, just want you all to know as well, um, you know, give us a shout out if you're on uh, things like Spotify, iTunes, uh, Google Podcast, all these different platforms, we have added them to our system so that people can connect because I've had a few people say that they enjoy uh, doing the video but they don't always have the time or it's difficult as they are moving or traveling to have it on video because they can't do other things at the same time. But if you're on podcast. Uh, systems, you can hear the message and you can still deal with other things as you're going along. Um, look, it's good to stop and spend time in the Word, but you know, we are doing devotion every single day. We're laying a foundation. And the foundation of the things we're doing is to help you not just say, well, you know, we, we spent our time in our devotion today, so that's it. No, I want you to hunger and thirst for righteousness. I want you to take hold of what the Father is doing in your life and press into him that you will uh, receive words from heaven that we, you know, if we are successful in what we are doing with these devotions every day, it's that the fire of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit is upon you. And you put into action the words of Yehovah and you move into a new dimension in your spirit-filled walk. That's the whole purpose of what we're doing. It's also to be there to support, to pray, to stand in the gap 
and and you know rejoice with those who are rejoicing mourn with those who are mourning but as the body it's amazing what we can accomplish yesterday we talked about romans chapter 12 and it was a blessing just to go through that scripture i had a whole bunch of scriptures that uh, i thought i was going to get to i never even got to any of uh, my notes other than just looking at Romans chapter 12. But tonight, I just feel that we're going to do something different. I want to talk on walking in destiny. I believe the Father wants us to live by divine appointment and holy assignment. And how do we involve the Holy Spirit in every aspect of our life? You know, and I'm not talking about driving down the road because the green, the lights are green and you got the, the closest car park space next to Walmart and all that. Oh, you know, I'm in the favor of God, you know. I'm praying for a space in the car park and I get the most favorable space in the car park. You know, look, if you want to um, get uh, into those types of things, that's fine. But, you know, I want us to move into a deeper place. I want us to move into a realm where we are truly hearing from heaven. Are we getting instructions from the Holy Spirit? Welcome, Joseph. Good to see you in Jackson, South Carolina. Thanks for joining. Um, you'll not be watching on YouTube. Okay. <laughs> All right. Excellent. Well, thanks for joining with us. Excellent. It's good we've got these comments coming up so we can see what's happening. You can watch later on. That's great. Thank you, Father. Yeah, so what we're talking about is how do we involve the Holy Spirit in every aspect of our life? We've got to get to that place where we are literally God conscious all the time. We're constantly listening. And, you know, what are some of the keys <clears throat> that I apply to my life so that I have the ability to hear and continually hear? This is what I love about the gift of tongues. Um, and why it's so important because when I'm speaking in tongues what's happening in my mind is really transforming as I'm speaking in tongues I'm not just spending time speaking in tongues I'm seeking the understanding of what I'm saying so as I'm praying in the spirit and throughout the day today as I've been praying in the spirit even when I was walking the dog for one hour the, this evening and just praying in the spirit listening to what the Ruach HaKodesh is saying and you know he gives you revelation he gives you understanding and we've got to get to that place that we are spiritually alert and this is the key this is what protects your life against the assignments of the enemy it, it helps you to be on time and in place if you are late you're not going to have that divine appointment welcome John good to see you Thanks for joining with us. Where are you watching from, John? Oh, from Hastings in the UK. Excellent. Welcome. Hallelujah. So, you know, it's it's being spiritually alert. So in every aspect of our life, we're involving the Ruach HaKodesh. So, so that if the, the Ruach needs to speak to us, you can hear so clearly. And, you know, this happens when we witness. This happens... Uh, for every aspect of our life. And what I want to encourage you to do, if you want to see a greater move of, uh, of knowing the voice of the Spirit, you've got to put yourself out there, you know, on the line. And one of the greatest places where we're learning to hear the voice of the Spirit is when we're witnessing and sharing our faith because we don't just want to go through a script of here are the 12 points of how I want to witness to this individual. No, because this person you're sharing with 
is special and important to Yehovah. They're important to Elohim. And when we witness, we want to be asking the Father, what's the words that he wants to speak into their life? And there's many times I'm in conversation with people and they're just blown away. Like, you know, why you know why would you mention something like that? Or why are you talking about that scripture? Or, you know, about, you know, that emotion or, or whatever. Or whatever I'm saying, you know. And you see them come alive because we want to be speaking the living word into other people's lives. And as, as we do these devotions and spend time, this is exactly what we're talking about, is how do we deliver the living word? Um, uh, welcome, Sonoman. Good to see you. We've got Sandy as well. Uh, great to see you from uh, Iowa and Portland, Oregon. Sonoman, good to see you. How does one come to know how to speak in the Spirit? Cassandra says on YouTube. Well, you know, the, the gift of tongues, we just need to ask Him for it. You know, we can pray and we'll pray for the outpouring of the Spirit and that He will give those that don't speak in tongues the gift of tongues. I, I would say it's one of the most transforming spiritual uh, gifts I have because when you speak in tongues... You are speaking the perfect will of Elohim. You're speaking the mind of Messiah. You're, you're not just babbling and, you know, this is not coming from you. It's coming from the Spirit. So if we can have insight in what directly the Ruach HaKodesh is saying, it brings supernatural transformation. So we've got to press in and words of knowledge can come forth. Wisdom can come forth. So, you know, what what I want us to do tonight is just really get to that place where we're recognizing, you know, the keys to walking in destiny. How can you go on the journey because the Father says? You know, I share in testimonies all the time about how the Holy Spirit gives me a word. You know, what about the night when I'm sleeping in uh, Farnham, Surrey, and the Ruach says, get up, go to Trafalgar Square. There's a guy standing there with a green jacket on. Um, he has come to Trafalgar Square to say, God, reveal yourself to me or I'm going to kill myself. I want you to go tell him I love him and he doesn't have to die. And, you know, the instructions are so clear. There's no question. You know, it's not that I wanted to get up in the middle of the night. I was tired. I was sleeping. And, you know, I even complained about it. Yeah, God, why do you want me to go to London? I don't even live in London. Don't you have someone in London you can send to go see him? I had all these things. Why? Because I was tired. And and then I realized, you know, this is me. It's, what, 19 years old. Uh, and I realized, you know what? No, the, the Holy Spirit is speaking to me. We, You know, I live my life by walking in the Spirit. It's, it's, it's how we have to be. I choose not to be caught up in religion. I'm not going to box my God up. I'm not going to box him into a way that he has to comply, you know, with my understanding. And, you know, what's one of the biggest hindrances from receiving the gift of tongues? It's your own mind getting in the way. It's when we refuse to allow the Spirit to flow. And many are like, you know, what are you talking about? If the Holy Spirit's going to give you the gift, you know, he says he gives gifts generously to all. You know, it's not, if you ask him for tongues, he doesn't say, well, wait a minute, you know, I'm going to hold that back for, you know, five years. 
If you're not receiving the gift, it's not God that's the problem. It's what, what's in the way, what's stopping us from breaking through. How are we not getting this gift manifesting? And I encourage you, fast, pray, you know, get in the spirit, you know, so that we are renewing our mind, that we're becoming spiritually minded. And it's, it's a walk and it's a journey getting the flesh under control, getting our understanding under control from a natural point of view. Because we live in a world that basically broadcasts Christianity from a natural perspective. You know, or we might have, it's more emotion than it is supernatural. And, you know, I want to see, you know, revival and outpourings of the Spirit and supernatural transformation because of the work of the Spirit. That's what I want to see. You know, I want to see revivals like the Welsh revival where 150,000 people came to Yeshua and no one preached. They were just on the trains coming into Wales, falling on their faces, and uh, all of a sudden they're crying out saying, Jesus, save me. Have mercy on me and repenting of their sins, thinking they've never even read the Bible. They have no idea what's going on in their lives. It's supernatural. How do we get into that realm where we are activating the supernatural? It comes from the place of prayer. So I want us to press in and I want us to, you know, deal with all the things that hinder us from receiving the gift, the gifts of the Spirit, you know. We have a lot of people out there preaching against the gifts of the Spirit, especially tongues. Oh, no. You know, the gift of tongues, that's foreign languages, you know? And then they, they post things like, you know, the crazies and kindalini anointings and wacko maniacs using tongues. And, and they say, this is why this is all wrong. And listen, a lot of that stuff is crazy. It's whacked out, you know? I don't, I don't reckon, you know, I don't necessarily say, oh, wow, that's God. No, I watch it and I look at what is that out of order, babbling, drunkenness, nonsense. You know, that is not in line with what I see how the scriptures teach the flow and the function of the gifts are. We've got to be sober minded. Hallelujah. We've got to be able to communicate and speak the word of Yehovah. So I'm sharing all this to connect with walking in destiny. And I want to share a few scriptures and, you know, who knows how this is going to go and how we're going to share this. I don't know. I just want to be led by the Spirit. That's what we're talking about. Um, but, you know, if you're exposed to a lot of the false and a lot of the crazy stuff, you know, there's there's hindrances in your own mindset and your own understanding that can prevent you from entering in. And, you know, if you're praying and asking for gifts and not receiving them, then I challenge you, move into a new dimension. Take your life into a deeper spiritual walk, you know, where there'll be no resistance to the work of the Spirit. Because at the beginning, that's what happens. You know, there's just resistance. You know, God speaks and we're like, no, nope, I don't think so. And, and, the, and the reason why we resist, it's not that we're trying to be disobedient. It's because we don't understand. You know, when the Holy Spirit told me, uh, you know, just after Haley and I got married, we came back from Spain to the UK. You know, I'd wake up in the morning. The first word I heard in the morning was, I've called you back to business. I'm like, get behind me, Satan. How dare you sound like the Holy Spirit? You know, get behind me, Satan. 
you know, and I would be like, this is, this is crazy. That's the spirit of mammon. I, walk, I live by faith. I'm a minister of the gospel. I preach the gospel. You know, I move and travel in ministry. That's my life. And here's the Ruach HaKodesh saying, I'm calling you back to business. And, I, you know, I instantly dismissed it because that didn't feel like it, it weighed up to my destiny and my calling. So I just pushed it all to the side. But then every morning when I woke up, that's the very first word I heard. I've called you back to business. I've called you back to business. I've called you back to business. For three months this went on. And I'm like, get behind me, Satan. How dare you sound like the Holy Spirit, you know? And we just push things for, you know, push things back, push things back. But then one day I wake up in the morning after three months and I didn't hear I'm calling you back to business. I heard this. You are disobedient to my will. <sighs> wow. Okay. Now you've got my attention. What are you saying, God? He said, I've called you back to business. And I went into my office and I got on my face before the father. I said, Father, I don't want to walk against your will. If you want me back in business, you know, and in, in the ministry, well, here I am. You know, but I don't understand. Why would you want me back in business? There's plenty of people in the marketplace, but where are the people who will minister to this generation? He said, I want you to minister from the marketplace. That's where I want you to minister. So I said, okay, if you want me back in business, then here I am. And I will take the profits and the things I make in the marketplace and I'll apply it to the preaching and the teaching of the gospel to make a difference in the nations. And that was my pledge before the Father. And that was 27 years ago. Hallelujah. 27 years ago. All right, I've got someone saying that the connection is down. Let's just have a look what's going on, see if it's uh, down here. One, two. All right. Okay, it looks like the connection is up on Facebook. It seems to be down on YouTube. Um, just pause a second till I get... Uh, it's back up now. Okay. Well, Father, we just pray over the internet. We've got 3% drop frames right now. We just ask, Father, for the internet to be strong just to help us get through this. Uh Dara says her connection is fine. Okay, so it could also be your connection. So just refresh your page if uh, something's not working, and hopefully that will fix it. Hallelujah. So what are we talking about? We're talking about, you know, how are we walking in destiny when the Holy Spirit's speaking to us, when we don't understand and we resist the Word? How quickly does it take for us to get back to the place where we recognize, wait a second, the Holy Spirit's speaking to me. The Ruach HaKodesh is speaking, so I'm going to align myself with your will and purpose. And listen, the journey he's going to take you on, you might not understand it. And, you know, I really appreciate all the testimonies and the people who are emailing, messaging, sharing what the Father's doing in your life, sharing key words and things that the Father is speaking to you, dreams and revelation. It's amazing what the Father is saying. Welcome, Trudy, in Jamaica. Um, good to see you. We've got Patrick in Belgium. We've got um, uh, Dara. Um, not sure where you are, Dara. Whereabouts in the U.S.? I think you're in the U.S. Whereabouts are you? We've got Brandon there. Welcome, Brandon. Yeah, thank you, Father. 
yeah, Esther, morning in uh, Australia. Thanks for Brisbane, Australia. Great to see you. Hallelujah. Yeah. All right. So we're kind of a little all over the place tonight, but that's okay. We just got to press in and, um, you know, we're just going to have fellowship and just share the things that the Father's saying. But, you know, look, what I'm saying is this. When we are moving with the gift of tongues, when we're asking God for interpretation of tongues and we are constantly, you know, being spiritually minded in every aspect of our life, um, you know, we're going to see incredible transformation. And, you know, I want to encourage you, practice his presence all the time and and be uh, conscious of Elohim all of the time in everything that you're doing. So anyway, I want to read verse 17 of 1 Peter chapter 1. It says, Since you call on a father who judges each man's work impartially, live your lives as strangers here in revelant, revelant fear, for you know that it was not with perishable things such as silver and gold that you were redeemed from the empty way of life handed down to you from your forefathers, but with the precious blood of Yeshua, the Messiah, a lamb without blemish or defect. He was chosen before the creation of the world, but was revealed in these last times for your sake. Through him you believe in Elohim, who raised him from the dead and glorified him, and so your faith and hope are in Elohim. Yeshua is alive. And just before that, in verse 13, it says it's what we're talking about, the preparation. Therefore, prepare your minds for action. Be self-controlled. Set your hope fully on the grace to be given you when Yeshua the Messiah is revealed. So what does it say in verse 20? It says, And so your faith and hope are in Elohim. So we've got to get our faith and hope in him. We've got to prepare our minds for action. We've got to be self-controlled. Listen, if your mind is going crazy all over the place, I'll never forget one radio station wrote to me and they said, listen, you know, we want you to make special spots for the radio. And, uh, you know, I said, well, listen, I, I do teachings on our radio. We can give you our programming. No, no, we don't want your programming because our audience, audience, their attention span is so small. You know, you're talking 30 seconds to one minute. So we just want, you know, little 60 second bites uh, that we can put out there because that's about all they can take. I'm like, you've got to be kidding me. Why is it that this generation is in the place and all they can take is 30 seconds uh, then they can't concentrate, you know, past that time. It's because we're not self-controlled. We're not disciplined in the mind. We're not preparing our minds for action. We're not allowing the Ruach HaKodesh, His Holy Spirit, to transform our lives. And my encouragement in walking in destiny is that we are receiving from Him. We are believing the words that He is speaking into our lives. It says, live your lives as strangers here in reverent fear. Now, you know, we're living in a day right now, I was in a conversation earlier today, you know, where we look at what modern day Zionism is trying to do in regard to the Jewish people, you know, 
many people come to Israel and they're like, oh man, I'm just home. I'm, you know, I'm home. Well, you know, how did Abraham act uh, in the book of Hebrews chapter 11? You know, when he's living in the land, you know, you've got to remember, he didn't get to see the fullness of the promise in the land. But guess what? We're living under a democratic government system that is filled with all kinds of evil, you know, which is not bringing theocracy, it's bringing democracy, it's not bringing the will and the testament of Yeshua to this nation. In fact, the modern-day Zionism, its greatest enemy is the Messiah. It is an antichrist organization, it, uh, you know, system. It is against the Messiah. So if you're walking in Messiah, they might look like they're trying to give you some leeway, but you do not have freedom of speech and, and freedom in Israel like other religions have, you know, because of the Yeshua card. And, uh, you know, there's God TV just launched a channel that they gave to uh, the, the local Israelis to put on uh, programming in Hebrew from locals to locals on who Yeshua is. Well, you should see the uproar that's going on in the news and the reports from the anti-missionary organizations and stuff saying this is this is terrible. This can't be happened because it's illegal for you to preach the gospel and minister to a minor. You can only share with an over 18. So if you're on television 24-7 and a minor happens to click on the channel, then you are breaking the law ministering to them. This is the type of nonsense that they're coming out with when any youngster can get on the internet and find anything they want. You know what I mean? But the focus uh, here is, you know, we are living as strangers in the land. And I love what Abraham says. You know, what did he say? He says, uh, verse 8 of Hebrews 11, By faith Abraham, when called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance, obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. And this is so important. When we're walking in destiny, it's not about, well, you know, I've got the whole picture. Look, there's times when the Father gives us intricate details on the steps and the destination of where we have to go to. You know, when the Father told me, go to the south of Spain, a place called Mijas, there's a fellowship meeting in a restaurant. When you go to that restaurant, you're going to meet your wife. And I'm living in London, working on the streets of London and ministering there. And I buy a plane ticket, get on the plane ticket, go all the way down, and everything the Father showed me all came to pass. And I get to that restaurant, I walk into that restaurant, and the whole group that were from the fellowship, they were all older people. There was no young people there at all. I'm like, oh, goodness me. Well, obviously, the person I'm waiting for hasn't arrived yet because I've come to meet my bride. Hallelujah. So I sat down so that I could see towards the door. And there was all different types of people in the restaurant, not just the fellowship. It was a large place. And uh, anyway, after 20 minutes or so, in walks uh, this young lady with her mother. And the Holy Spirit said, there's your wife. And, you know, look, I've shared our testimony of how I met Haley. And, you know, the Father spoke to her as well, gave her a word. When you go to Spain, you're going to meet a husband. His, uh, he's going to come from a country beginning with S, and he's going to play the drums. You know, so the Father is already doing more behind the scenes than, than we understand. But if we will step out... If the Father's giving you a word, if he's giving you 
keys. He's giving you insight. He's revealing truth to you. What do you do with that truth? How do you walk in that truth? And, you know, sometimes we've got to be warriors with the things the Father gives us, the Word, to see the Word come to pass. Why? Because the enemy wants to destroy the Word of God being fulfilled in your life. He's going to try and put roadblocks up in systems. So how do you pursue His will? Well, you've got to walk out your destiny, walk out the things that He has sent to you. So, you know, what does it say here? He went to a place that he would later receive as, as, as his inheritance, obeying and went, even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land. So, look, this is the promised land, but this, listen, I'm, we're in weeping and mourn, mourning in this land. You walk around this land and you see the idolatry. You see the the godlessness. You see everything that's going on in this nation. You know, never forget being in Jerusalem when the gay pride march is coming through. You know, talk about a time of weeping and just crying out to the Father. You know, this is the promised land and look what's happening in the promised land. So how do we live in the promised land? How should we live in the promised land? Should we just kick back and say, it's so good to be home? No, look, if you're full of yourself, you might get that opinion, and you might get that opinion because of what's taught on those things from a Zionistic point of view. I'm a biblical Zionist. I'm not a modern-day Zionist. I'm a biblical Zionist. I believe in the establishment of Zionism in accordance with Scripture of the whole house of Israel returning and Yeshua ruling and reigning in this land. That there'll be a mighty outpouring of the Ruach HaKodesh. Incredible revival and transformation will happen right here in the land of Israel as a testimony to the nations before the Messiah returns. It's going to be so supernatural, so transforming. We will not have abortions going on in the land. We will not have gay pride marches. You know, we're not going to have all of that stuff and the you know Tel Aviv like the 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 cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. No, we're going to see His glory manifest in this land. So what did Abraham do? He's in the promised land, but he lives in it like a stranger uh, in a foreign country. He lived in tents, as did Isaac and Jacob. And I've shared on this in teaching series on the past. Three generations lived in tents, yet people in the communities had houses. They established themselves there, but he made a decision. And three generations, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, they all said, no, you know, we are not going to settle and build our houses until we are seeing the fullness of the promise come to pass. That's incredible to think that three generations lived in tents. They were wealthy. Their father was uh, blessing them, yet they did not put their roots down. They said, you know what? I'm living as a foreigner. Uh, For he was looking forward to a city, verse 10, with foundations whose architect and builder is Elohim. That's what I'm looking for in the land of Israel. And that's what we should be praying for. What are we looking for? I'm looking for a city. I'm prophesying over Jerusalem. I'm looking for a city whose foundation and architect and builder is Elohim. We're not going to have an Islamic mosque on any land in the city. Hallelujah. We're going to see his glory manifest. 
Verse 11, by faith, Abraham, even though he was past age. You know, how many miracles do we need to go through? How many roadblocks, how many things can we have in the way? The word of Yahovah comes forth, and what are we called to do? Walk in destiny. Walk in destiny. You know, you might not know the end from the beginning, but walk in destiny. And here's a key scripture that we've got to get a hold of, of how we are called to live in the world until we're seeing the manifest power of Yeshua ruling and reigning within our nations. And, you know, we're not waiting for Yehovah to show up. He has already finished. Yeshua has finished his work on the execution stake. And he says, I'm going to work through you. Bring my glory. Bring my kingdom. Oh, hallelujah. Will the Father raise up, you know, (laughs) spiritual giants to bring transformation to this generation? That's what we've got to press in and pray for. We spend so much time dealing with what is not important instead of focusing on what's important. Are we bringing the kingdom, the gospel of the kingdom to this generation? Genesis chapter 12. Genesis chapter 12. So I'm in Exodus chapter 12. No wonder it doesn't say the words I'm looking for. Huh? <laughs> I'm like, what's going on here? Man, I I know this stuff. I know this stuff. Okay, verse 1. And Yehovah said to Abram, leave your country. What, you know, Yehovah said, God spoke to Abraham. Yehovah wants to speak to you. Are you receiving instructions? Let the Father speak to you. If he's given you words, then let's press in on how you are to apply those words. You know, one of the things I know is traveling the nations for many years, you know, especially moving in the prophetic and ministering. And, you know, I'd be in places and I'd, I'd, God would give me a prophetic word for someone. And years later, I'd be back in that same location or another location. It's the same person. And, you know, I prophesy over them the exact same word. And this ha- this happens maybe hundreds of times, hundreds of times. And almost every time. The people are like, wow, can you believe just what happened? I met you X number of years ago, X location, this location, whatever, that location. I don't know. I was traveling all over the world. And um, they're like, you prophesied exactly the same word you gave me two years ago, four years ago, five years ago. And they're like, praise Yahovah, hallelujah. I'm like, you need to repent. If you got that word back then, what are you doing with it? Why are you not working your salvation. Why aren't you moving forward in the words of Yehovah? So Yehovah said to Abram, leave your country and your people and your father's household and go to the land I will show you. What? You mean leave, but you haven't shown me yet. You're going to show me as we go. Hallelujah. I will make you into a great nation and I will bless you. I will make your name great and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you, I will curse. And all the peoples of the earth will be blessed through you. Not just a hallelujah, but a why. Why will all the peoples of the earth be blessed through you? Why not just your nation? Why not just your people? Why all of the peoples of the earth? 
because this is the promise of restoration. The Abrahamic covenant in chapter 15 is the sealing of the covenant. It's the restoration of all mankind. You and I are called to be grafted in to the household of Israel. You cannot be a Gentile Christian. I'm sorry if you're watching and you're happy being a Gentile Christian. You cannot be a Gentile Christian. You have to be grafted into the commonwealth of Israel. There is no there is no covenant in the scripture for the Gentiles. Hallelujah. So we've got to get to that place where we recognize that we are grafted in to the house of Israel. So how are you living? Are you living like a stranger? Are you living like a foreigner? Or are you trying to put your roots down to establish yourself? Uh, you know, we've been missionaries for, you know, three generations. Or, yeah, uh, three, not three generations, three decades. We've been ministering the gospel for 30 years and just pressing in. And wherever the Father leads, listen for the instruction, go where he sends, and see the victory in Messiah being established within our lives. So even in the promised land, even though this is the promised land, even though in Hebrews chapter 11, what does Abram say? He's basically saying that he is in the promised land. Verse 9, by faith he made his home in the promised land. Like a stranger, a foreigner in a country, he lived in tents. He's looking for a city whose foundation and whose architect and builder is Yehovah. Oh, if we can raise up a people who will pray on this line. You know, when I minister to the Jewish people in the land of Israel, I don't walk up and say, I'm so blessed to, to see you. You are God's chosen people. You are so special. No, I don't tell them that. If you tell them that, they're not going to come to faith. That is not how Peter preached the gospel in Acts chapter 3. He didn't stand up to the Jewish people and say, you're God's chosen people. You're just all so special. No, he said this, repent. He said that, you know, Moses... In verse 22 of Acts chapter 3, For Moses said, Yehovah, your Elohim, will raise up for you a prophet like me from among your own people, and you must listen to everything he tells you. Anyone who does not listen to him will be completely cut off from among his people. You will be completely cut off. Which part of cut off don't we understand here? So why is there so much confusion when it comes to ministering to the Jewish people, understanding our position and who we are and how we are called to operate in the land and how we are called to relate to the land. Listen, I'm in the land of Israel. I'm in the promised land, but I'm living here like a stranger. There's a scripture I'm going to, and I'm going the wrong direction. Okay, I'm going to go to the book of Romans. And I'm living here like a stranger, but if we don't minister the truth, how are we going to see salvation? How are we going to see people come to faith? How are we going to see radical transformation? If you're just telling them that, oh, we bless you as believers, you're God's chosen people, they're like, well, bring it on, hallelujah. But that's not bringing them to faith. You know, I tell the religious Jewish people this. Moses says there's one, one coming and you've got to listen to him. And he's the one who will give you the interpretation and the understanding of how to live the Torah. Because the Torah is the most spirit-filled living <laughs> books of the Scripture. They're incredible. You see the manifest power of the kingdom. 
You know, when Yeshua walked the earth, we saw the prophetic fulfillment of so many scriptures through his life. Incredible. He brought the kingdom. And then he said this, greater things you will do. You, you will do greater things than these because I go to the Father. Why did he say that? He said, "If you know, because I'm going to put my Holy Spirit in you and you will bring the kingdom to this generation. And it is time for us to shake this world up. It's time for us to shake this place up. Hallelujah. So uh, there's a few things I'm going to go through. Maybe we're going to go through this tomorrow in Romans chapter 11. But, you know, you know, I just want to encourage you. If God's given you a word, if he's given you insight, he's given you direction, how are you using that word? Are you applying it? Are you in a place where you're receiving a word from Yahovah and you're like, God, I don't understand. I don't know what to do with this word. You know, I'll never forget the day I was sitting in this meeting and uh, this this guy was talking about a church without walls project of ministering to the, the poor in the community. And uh, as he's speaking, he was asking for donations, you know, to set this whole system up. You know, the Holy Spirit said, sew your drum kit, all your professional equipment into this mission. Give them everything, you know. And, uh, you know, I took all my flight cases down and gave that ministry everything I had that, for them to use for the purpose of the kingdom. We have to have the ability to hear when the Spirit's speaking. What is he telling you to do? For walking in destiny, it's, it's learning how to go step by step in the path of obedience, Hallelujah. So we want to press in on the place of obedience. And then what, what can we see as we're walking in obedience? We're going to see transformation that we can live and walk by divine appointment and holy assignments. Hallelujah. I love what it says in Second Peter chapter 1, just in First Peter, but in Second Peter it says, For no prophecy was ever made by an act of human will, but men moved by the Ruach HaKodesh, spoke from Elohim. Men moved by the Holy Spirit spoke from God. Hallelujah. And this it's so amazing that when we see the tapestry of our life put together as we are walking in the leading of the Spirit, it's supernatural. I'm I'm continually in the place where everything I do, doesn't matter if it's in business, doesn't matter if it's in ministry, doesn't matter if it's you know whatever. You know I'm pressing in. I'm interceding on behalf of my community. I'm interceding on stretching the boundaries, you know, pressing out. I'm not just going to pray and, and just press into my little world. No, I'm pressing out. Father, for the people who are coming on the feed, what words do you have? What are you saying? Give me wisdom by the Spirit. Give me insight. How do I pray for this person? How am I praying for Russell today? How am I praying for Jerry today? For Tony, you know? How are we praying for each other? What's the, the words that the Father is giving? And, you know, it's taking note of what the Holy Spirit's saying as we're praying, just getting insight and revelation. And listen, don't be afraid. You know, it's not like the Father's just giving me a whole download of all the sins and stuff that's going on in your life. No, that's not that's not what it's like to move in a prophetic. You know, if if the Father wants to deal with some things, there might be stuff come up. You know, but, you know, as we minister in the Spirit, what does it do? It allows us to grow in the Spirit and all the junk 
What's going to happen to it? It's like we're being detoxed. It has to come out. And that's what we're doing is we're heading to Shavuot. You know, we said yesterday, day 35, it's 34, today's day 35. What are we talking about? We're talking about rising up in the Spirit and being prepared for Shavuot, for the outpouring of the Spirit. We want this Shavuot to be the greatest impact in Shavuot of our lives. We want to see a mighty outpouring. And I believe it's going to be key for unlocking the nation of Israel, the true nation of Israel. I believe that in the promised land right here, in this land where I'm living like a stranger, I believe that there'll be such a mighty outpouring of the Spirit and salvation will come to this land like has never been seen before. It's going to be radical. Why? Because that's what I'm pressing in and praying over. That's what I'm pressing in to receive. Hallelujah. The Father will make a way. He will make a way where there is no way. And that's what we see through the life of Abraham and the steps that he took. Look at what happened to the children of Israel coming out of Egypt. You know, uh, Exodus chapter 3. Therefore come now, I will send you to Pharaoh, verse 10, so that you may bring my people, the sons of Israel, out of Egypt. You know, the whole reason we have this scripture is because men received instruction from Yehovah and they carried out that instruction. They were walking in their destiny. And just as Moses was born for his day, you and I are born for this day. And, you know, what's the Father doing? He is going to and fro looking for those who believe, looking for those who are preparing their lives, laying their lives down. Who's he going to work through? He's going to work through those who are sacrificing everything for the purpose of his kingdom. So let's be people on fire in the spirit to receive from him. And let's get a clear understanding of how we are called to minister in the world. So we're not out there in Flake City being tossed to and fro by strange doctrines, you know? You've got people out there trying to analyze, work everything out, what's going on with the coronavirus and all this stuff. And Look, all I've got time to do is I want instructions from heaven. You know, Mo Moshe, you know, he didn't need anything else other than the word of Yahovah. And that would set the people free. That would set the children of Israel free. That's all you need. You know, you just need his word. And as we minister, we don't minister to spoon-feed you all the word. We minister to, to increase your desire to know him more so that he will speak to you. You know, we don't want clones in the kingdom. I want you unique in the kingdom. And, you know, what a blessing to have diversity. You know, if you walk into a botanical garden, you don't walk in and, you know, you go through 10 acres or, or 100 acres and it's all one plant, and they all look the same. Yeah, you know, like North Korean military. No, you walk in, and there's so much variety, and the smells are different, and the, the environments are different, and some you like, some you don't like, and 
you know, the experience is incredible. That's how, how we are called to be. This is how incredible and how creative the Father is. Every single one of us are unique. You know, you might see your parents in you, you know, you might see yourself and your children and stuff, but you're unique. And we want you to be the best you. We want you to walk and function as the best you. So how do we get to that place of truly walking in the Spirit? You know, when the Father gives you insight, when he shows you something, ask him for the steps of application. What do you want me to do with this word? Am I meant to pray over this word? Am I meant to pursue this word? What steps do I need to take? How do we know what the Spirit is saying? We've got to know. You know, I live my life by divine appointment and holy assignments. And, you know, even the other day and I was on the phone and I was, uh, you know, just searching something out. And, you know, and I'm just asking the Father, you know, what is the key? And, you know, I speak to this person and as I'm talking to them and, and sharing with them, all of a sudden, you know, this individual's almost in tears and it's just a transforming moment. And he's like, this is a divine appointment. This is a divine appointment. This is Holy Spirit-led, this conversation, everything that's happening. This is of the Spirit. Hallelujah. You're like, wow. You know, <laughs> you don't know these people on the other side of the world. And this is how the Father connects. And if you want to see divine appointments and holy assignments, we have to know how to walk in destiny. So, if we're putting our roots down and we're trying to establish our own kingdoms, these are hindrances into walking in destiny. And look, I'm not against you owning your home, own your home, do all that stuff. You know, that's no problem. I don't have a problem with you doing stuff like that. But if the Father calls you to move, you know, we've got to be in the place where we're, no, we're, so, we're not so bound in debt that we can't function. So if the father says, go, well, I'm sorry, I can't go. Thanks for asking me to go, but I've got, you know, debt commitments for the next 25 years and <laughs> come back, Holy Spirit, in 25 years. No. Shape your life to be used by Elohim. Shape your life. And when he calls you to areas, if he calls you to put your roots down to minister, to, uh, to, to make an impact and a difference in that community, then do it unto his name for his kingdom purpose. But we're not just setting up our own systems in our own world. Hallelujah. So look, these are just some of the key things I want to share with you. I don't, you know, I just want to encourage you that it's time to walk by destiny. And, and Abraham, he's the greatest example. You know why? He didn't have really anyone that he's looking back on in the midst of everything he went through. Uh, you know, it was pretty wacky, man. He was getting sent in on his own into, you know, the unknown. And his wife is barren. And that's what we didn't finish reading there on, in Hebrews chapter 11. Talk about the place of impossibilities and what I want to say to you is this. I want you to experience the victory of Yeshua in the place of impossibilities. So if you're watching right now and you're you're asking, Father, yeah, I want divine appointments. I want holy assignment. I want the gift of tongues. I want these spiritual elements of my life to be, you know, magnified in a, a greater way. I want this to be the greatest 
element of my life. Then that, that's everything that we are doing right now. So if you want to speak in tongues, then I just want to ask you, just lift your hands right now. And, you know, I just pray right now. Father, I pray for the mikvah of the Holy Spirit. I pray for the Holy Spirit and fire to come on your people. And for every person that's desiring tongues that don't speak in tongues. Father, give them the gift of tongues in Yeshua's name. I thank you for your word that says that you will give those gifts to us. Father, you will not withhold your gifts to us. So help us in our understanding to lay down our understanding and to receive from you. That we will be dependent on you. That we will be able to walk in your presence and see the victory of Yeshua manifest within our lives. So receive the gift right now. Just speak out in tongues. Just just pray in tongues right now. Just, just let it go in Yeshua's name. May your tongue be loosed as you speak forth a heavenly language. And we also pray for the interpretation of tongues. Father, that as we are in our prayer life, in our prayer closets, in our cars, wherever are, stuck in our houses, help us to be praying in the Spirit and to take note of the revelation that you give us. Because we want to be walking in the Spirit and living in the light. Hallelujah. This is the day. This is the day. Listen, you know, don't let go of the hem of his garment. Don't let go. Don't let go. I've got Russell saying he loved to move to Israel. Amen. Hallelujah. This is the promised land. And I know the reason why you want to be here, because you want to preach the gospel and minister Yeshua to the Jewish people. Hallelujah. And that's what it's about. So you're not coming because you're just trying to come home. No, we're in the promised land to live as strangers because our hearts are broken with what's going on in this land. But it's going to change, says Yehovah. <laughs> says his word in so many scriptures. It's going to change. Hallelujah. And we get to be here to prophesy that change in. And we get to walk in the will and destiny of Yehovah over our lives. So if you're feeling challenged, if you're feeling anxious about how old you're getting and what's been established within your life, I just want you to know something. The Holy Spirit can do more in 60 seconds than you can do in your entire lifetime. So, you know, whatever he's shown you, you stand in confidence. Look at Abraham. You know, Sarah's womb is dead. They're old-aged. And, the, you know, what's the promise? You're going to have a child. Impossibilities. The father says he'll make a way, he'll do it. So, you know, what are you going through? We've got Cassandra, she said, prayer request, heart palpitations uh, to be gone completely. Yes, we come against those heart palpitations in Yeshua's name. Father, we ask for perfect flow of the blood in uh, Cassandra's life in Yeshua's name. Father, even if, if, if she needs to fast, whatever she has to do to bring those things in line, then just guide her on the steps that she needs to take. Thank you, Father, that you will give her understanding on what steps she has to take. But we just say to those palpitations, go and never come back in Yeshua's name. We thank you, Father. Hallelujah for the praise report from Jerry. He said he got three clients this week, including a documentary narration. Hallelujah. That's awesome, brother. That is excellent. Yes. That's awesome. That's great news. Hallelujah. Well, we just keep standing in prayer. 
If anyone's got prayer requests, just post them here <coughs> so that we can uh, share them out. You know, look, we we need to. We've got look. We've got to speed up our destiny right now. We've got to press in. We've got to press in. We haven't got time to wait for ten years to grow in Yahovah. We've got Julianne. She says coughing and lung damage. Please, please pray, Father. Thank you, Father, for Julianne. We come against this lung damage, but Father, we thank you that you are a creative God that you made us and. If my sister needs a supernatural miracle in her lungs, Father, will you give her that miracle right now? As a community of believers, we stand in the gap and we pray right now uh, for Julianne right now. Lung damage, go! That by his stripes she is healed. We release the healing power of Yeshua over your life right now. Thank you, Father. Solomon, he says, I need I need peace, shalom in my mind in life. Hallelujah, brother. I am praying for you every single day. And Father, we just come together with Solomon. I thank you, Father, for the decisions that he is making, how you are leading him, that you're saying he's got to get free of this pharmacia, all these chemicals. And we speak supernatural miracles over his life of transformation, that he will be able to walk through this journey and have the support of those around him. And Father, for his mind, I ask you, Father, for a, a supernatural anointing for memorization of Scripture. Solomon, I'm speaking the word of the Lord over you right now. The Father's telling me to tell you, you will have supernatural abilities to memorize the word. So start pressing in to memorize. The Father's going to restore your mind completely. Hallelujah. Press in. Memorize. Meditate on the Word. Meditate. That, that's your job. That's what you've got to do. Press in. Thank you, Father. We've got Paula. She says, pray for my mom and brother. They need Yeshua. Physical healing for my brother uh, who has been on Daniasis uh, for 24 years. Okay, Father, thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we thank you. Father, we, we just want to pray for Paula's mom and brother. We claim them for you in Yeshua's name. Father, will you bring them to salvation? We send forth the workers into their harvest field right now. We ask for an open heaven over their lives that they will just, you know, come to a place. Whatever you've got to do in their life, Father, bring them to you in Yeshua's name. Father, open the doors. Open the windows of heaven and minister directly to them. We come against the assignments of the enemy in their life and we, we cancel out your, your uh, permissions. We cancel out your assignments over their life right now in Yeshua's name. And we claim their salvation today in Yeshua's name. And Father, for Paula's brother, we speak healing over his life right now. This uh, ongoing illness, go in Yeshua's name. May you be supernaturally healed in Yeshua's name. That's by his stripes um, you are healed. Thank you, Father. You sent me an email yesterday. Okay, I might be a little behind on emails, Paula. I will look at my emails. Thanks for emailing. I'll respond to you uh, tomorrow. I'll get that because obviously it's late at night here. Thank you, Father. We've got uh, Angie joining us. Shalom. Good to see you. Thanks for joining. We've got B joining as well. Shabbat Shalom. Thank you, Father. 
Joseph is saying, I need more. I need prayer for more of Yehovah. Hallelujah. Yes, that's what we're talking about tonight. Father, give us more of you. Father, I thank you that you are bringing together a community on these feeds of people who are hungry to know you, that they want to press in to you and experience your glory and your manifestation within our lives. And Father, give us more of you. Give us more of you. Help us to draw near to you in Yeshua's name. Hallelujah. So so listen, th- this is the day. This is the day where the Father is saying, it's time to walk in destiny. Oh, you can have revelation. That's what we're talking about. Oh, you can have that folder with all those prophetic words and all the things the Father's spoken to you through, through your life. Then pick that folder up, blow the dust off it, and start identifying, am I walking in obedience? Am I living by the word of Yehovah? Is this word truly the word of Yehovah? Or is this a false prophet prophesying? Is this a, you know, is this a wrong word? Is this a true word? And identify, ask the Holy Spirit, is this true? Is this the word? What are you saying to me? And then ask the Father, am I being obedient in the outworking of this word? How am I meant to walk out my destiny with the words you've given me? And write notes on what the Father's saying. If you're not hearing anything on it, then start fasting and praying over these things. These are important. It's important that we are on time and in place. You don't want to miss the destiny. You don't want to miss the the connections, divine appointments, and holy assignments, you know, that the Father has for us. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Okay, we've got Trudy. uh, Healing for... uh, Sinitis and headaches. That I will walk in my predestination. Hallelujah. Healing from sinitis and headaches. Thank you, Father. Father, we lift Trudy up to you right now. We break all the assignments of the enemy that the enemy has uh, against her. And Father, we just ask for her airwaves to open up. Father, whatever is causing this congestion and the the repeating of the congestion, we we speak health to our gut right now in Yeshua's name. Father, bring her to the place of supernatural transformation in Yeshua's name. So we say to these headaches, go right now. We, We come against these headaches right now. And we say be free of these headaches in Yeshua's name. We thank you, Father. We speak victory into Trudy's life together as a community. We speak victory. We speak the word of Yehovah. And we will continually press in until you walk in the victory of your healing. My daughter Hannah went through many years of uh, severe headaches, incredible headaches. We couldn't find out what the problem was. And we, we discovered it was trauma from a horse accident that happened, you know, seven, eight years before. And, you know, the doctors never picked it up and, or anything. It was terrible what she went through. And we were able to give her all the therapy, all the treatment in different countries and, you know, get her on track. And hallelujah, today she's free of those headaches and uh, getting to live a blessed life serving Yehovah. Praise Yehovah. He is victorious. Hallelujah. Right, what we got here? I've got John. He says, replying to Russell Davis' prayer 
Okay, Russell, did I miss a prayer? The right connections and for any roadblocks to be removed. Okay, hallelujah. I'm just scrolling back up to see if I've missed anything. Father, yeah, we ask for these roadblocks to be removed in Yeshua's name. Father, I thank you for the desires that you've put on Russell's heart, that they're, they're just not words and things that you've given him. Father, that these are... These are words that you've implanted within his spirit that you have called him to minister in the promised land. So we just ask, Father, for the connections that he needs to make this journey and that roadblocks will be removed. Hallelujah. Thanks, John, for sharing that. That's excellent. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Angie, where are you watching from? Are you? Is this the first time you've joined us? Good to see you. I can't see your picture, obviously. It's very small, so I'm not sure. Uh, hallelujah. Anyone else got any prayer requests that uh, that you want us to share or pray for? Okay. Angie in Charlotte, North Carolina. All right, excellent. Welcome. Good to see you. Thanks for joining with us. Wait a sec. It looks like Angie Clark. Is that right? Is it Angie Clark? Not sure. Anyway, good to have you with us. Let's pray. I have mercy to fast correctly by his will. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. It is you, Angie. Okay. Well, Father, I just want to pray for Angie. I thank you for Angie on the feed today. Father, she's such a blessing. And what I love about you, Angie, is your your heart, your passion for others, your joy. It's always a blessing to, to see you every time I get to see you. I haven't seen you for a long time, years. But um, just release the blessings and favor over Yahovah and everything you do in ministry as you serve the body of Yahovah. So it's good to see you. And we just speak blessing over you tonight in Yeshua's name. Esther, she says, please pray for employment for me. Yeah, we stand in the gap for you, Father, that you will that, that you'll open the doors for Esther, Father. Give her a direction on what she needs to do, Father, that you will bring in provision that she needs in Yeshua's name. Just pour out your blessing over her life and her health and strength. And we thank you for the victory and for the work that you are doing, Father. Thank you for all the testimonies and the things that uh, she is sharing. What a blessing. Hallelujah. So we just bless you today, Esther, in Yeshua's name. Vicky says, pray for my stomach. I have an ulcer. Father, we just break all forms of stress, all forms of cause of ulceration. We say, go off, Vicky, in Yeshua's name. We say to this ulcer, we, we just say supernatural healing over the alignment, uh, the, the aligning of her stomach right now, that her stomach will, will not be sensitive. She will not be subject to ulcerations, Father, that you will help her with the right things to eat at this time. To, and that she will have supernatural healing and be totally healed in Yeshua's name. Thank you, Father. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Pray for my heart, says Tony. Um, have low uh, ejection fraction number of 25. Wow, that is low. Your EF is 25. 
they want to put a pacemaker in diet and exercise I can rehabilitate my heart and make it stronger yeah hallelujah yeah Tony you know what my EF numbers were down at, at 20 25 when I had a virus of my heart last year I did not take all the drugs and stuff from the hospital I was under the care of um, the cardiologist as well as the doctors but I did things natural man I tell you what uh, um, Gary Tunsky, before he passed away, uh, we thank you, Father, for his life. Uh, he spoke to me in hospital and he said, listen, he said, a lot of the times that the hospitals will tell you you can't do anything. You know, when it when your EF is 25, you can't do anything. So we pray that it strengthens. But as it starts to get up there and, you, you know, doing exercise can actually hurt you more at that level. But... Uh, you know, there's a time in the healing process where you've got to get that heart moving. It's a muscle. You've got to get it working. And I did everything natural. I took all the things that were good for the heart, avocados, tomatoes. I juiced. I did everything. You know, I had no blockage within my lines or anything like that. So, you know, just take your time, brother. And we just speak supernatural healing over you. And, um, yeah, press in, you know, press in. Uh, send me an email and tell me what are the reasons why you've got this heart condition. What are they telling you? And uh, maybe I can share with you some more things of what the Father spoke to me. You know, look, some people are very cautious about telling people, you know, don't come off your medication, always see your doctor. You know what? We have got to get to the place as the body of Messiah that we get rid of pharmacia. And, you know, when I say that, I'm not talking about doing things stupid, um, you know, that can cost you your life. No, it's the process of going through things and identifying what things can I do natural so I'm not putting these synthetic drugs into my body. You know, I lost my dad at a young, uh, you know, uh, he was young when he died, only uh, 67 when he passed and it was because of pharmaceutical drugs you know uh, for reflux that uh, cost him his life we have got to find a way that we are not spending our time on these drugs and start learning what to do that's natural hallelujah yeah Tony I think you got my email I'll send it to you now Kenny at bulldozer bulldozerfaith.com send me a message if you're listening on podcast right now as we're just sharing on uh, praying for people here if you've got prayer requests you can email us kenny at bulldozerfaith.com if you're watching uh, the podcast through a social media feed then just message us through those feeds as well we'll be happy to stand with you we'll happy to stand in the gap to see the victory in Yeshua within your life hallelujah but uh, you know Amen. Isn't it exciting what the Father's doing? We had that testimony of uh, B who shared uh, the other week and how the Father supernaturally healed her. Hallelujah. B, hope you're doing well. Good to see you in Texas there. And uh, Solomon, good to see you and hearing the reports of what's going on. I do want to call you, Solomon. So maybe we get to talk tomorrow. Um, it'd be good to talk to you. Uh, I've got a list of phone calls and things I've got to make this week. Uh, I've, I've been behind because we've had so much attacks. We had our websites under attack. We had uh, 
fraudulent companies trying to use our websites to test credit cards. You know, 46,000 credit card processes went through and emails and blocking up all my systems. I've been trying to sort all that out. It looks like some attack from Iran. Then we had another one of our websites went down and we managed to get that restored. Um, we had our phone lines. Someone was uh, spamming our phone lines where they take our number and apply it to tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands of calls. And then you've got all these people calling you back saying, did you call me? And, you know, you get so many calls coming in, you don't know what's a real call, what's not a real call. If you should answer the phone, if you shouldn't answer the phone. Anyway, that's all stopped. Hallelujah. Hey, <laughs> that's exciting. But email me, send me your phone numbers, email addresses, and time zones and where you are so that I don't call you at 3 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, that would not be welcomed, I don't expect. <laughs> all right, so, all right, let's have a look here. Thank you, Father. What do I want prayer for? Thank you, Angie, for praying for me as well. Appreciate that. We appreciate, uh, I'll just read it, Abba bless Ken and his family as they stay in the trenches doing your will. Divine setups in every area of life, hedge of protection, supernatural manifestations of the Ruach. Yes, I receive it. Hallelujah. And Father, we stand in the gap, uh, Father, for what we are doing in uh, uh, the house next door and the shelter of his wings. Father, we, we just pray for everything to come together. And, you know, we're not frustrated over the time it's taken. We want to do things right. We want it to be done to be effective for your kingdom. So just help us with all the steps. We pray for the divine appointments. I thank you, Father, you're preparing the people who will come uh, to this house of shelter, that uh, we'll see your kingdom come and your will done. And we ask for a mighty ministry to be raised up here in Casaria for the preaching of your gospel and the signs and wonders will be happening in Casario with the people in the community. That, that, that It will be known that if they're sick, this is the place they need to come to receive healing. Thank you, Father. So have your way, Father. Do your work in the land of Israel, in the promised land. That's something I'm going to have to start saying, the promised land. It's the promised land. And we are going to prophesy over this promised land and get things in perspective to see the victory in Messiah. All right, guys. Well, let's walk our destiny. Walk in destiny. Walk the plans the Father has for you. And don't be afraid when you face the impossible. Don't be afraid because we have a God that says, I'll make a way where there is no way. And we rejoice that he is before us he's gone before us he's doing more behind the scenes than than you can see so you don't need to be anxious about anything you don't need to be worried about anything just rejoice in Yahovah and see the victory of Messiah I want to thank you all for watching bless uh, bless and encouraged to hang out and spend some time with you tonight uh, Lola says please scroll up I ask for prayer <laughs> all right sorry Lola Lola, I did not see that. Let me scroll up. Boy, I'm scrolling up. Okay. I'm scrolling up. It's a blessing that we can come together and pray for each other. Why can't I find it, Lola? What am I looking for here? 
I'm looking for the L. Okay. Just copy and paste that prayer request again, Lola. Come on. I don't know why I can't see it. Just paste it again at the bottom there. Maybe you've already done it and I'm scrolling. No. Lola, just give me your prayer request again. So we can stand with you together. Thank you, Father. All right. Okay. <laughs> is Lola still there? Where is she? <laughs> okay. Please scroll up. I asked for prayer. Why can't I see it? If anyone else sees Lola prayer request. Okay. All right. Got it now. Here we go. Please pray that what I asked you for... Uh, Yahovah, that Yahovah gives me the steps and actions to take if I need to. Okay. Yeah, Father, I thank you for Lola. I thank you, Father, that you have given her insight into some uh, key uh, plans that you have for her life. And we ask you, Father, just to give her wisdom on what steps and actions that she should take, Father. I pray that uh, in these times that we are spending together, that you will just bring spiritual alertness over her life right now. So Lola, I just speak spiritual alertness over you, that you will get clear understanding. That, you know, it's going to be so clear. Hallelujah. You press in and you watch what the Holy Spirit's going to do. I just speak an acceleration over your destiny and over the call of Yahovah. There's been so many delays and things that you've faced just because of the uh, the way you've structured your life and the Father's bringing alignment to bring restoration and healing and where the enemy has sought to uh, basically just bring so much confusion. The Father says, I'm bringing my order, my transforming order, and you're going to see incredible victory in Messiah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. All right, blessings. Thanks for joining with us, and I uh, look forward to seeing you tomorrow. Yehovah bless. Hallelujah. <laughs>